Hello, everyone. Welcome to Deliberate Connections, the podcast all about deliberately connecting and the impact it has on our world. I am your host, Christiana Frank, a consultant in education, corporations, and mental health. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Deliberate Connections. This is Christiana Frank, and I have quite a special guest today, um, someone who has been a colleague and also has been a friend. Um, and we did meet, uh, he'll have to remind me this too, but I think it was about four or five years ago, and then we keep we keep running into each other. And um, Ken Castroco is with me today, and he is the founder, and this is one of the reasons why I really wanted to have him on here. He is the founder of something called My Identity Toolbox. Welcome, Ken. Thank you very much, Christiana. It's good to be here with you. It is. And you know what? I should have, I could have asked this before we even started, but how many years ago did we meet? I want to say it was like um, almost seven years ago, six, seven years ago. Yeah. It was. And then we just kind of keep running into each other. A lot of the similar outlooks on life, which I really like. Um, So, you know, um, in these in these little deliberate connection podcasts are little mini bits, little mini bits and bites of what people are doing to deliberately connect with either themselves or ideas, the world at large, um, each other. So um, could you just briefly in a few minutes, you know, tell us a little bit about your background, because it is extensive. You have you've done quite a few things, but could could you briefly tell us about your background? Yes. Yeah, you bet. Um, So. I I was born. I won't go back. I won't spend much time there. But I was born in Southern California. My dad moved up to Northern California, a little place called Oroville, California, in uh, Butte County. Um, and uh, so it, it it I have my roots in California. Uh, graduated from Los Palmas High School in Cal in in, uh, in Oroville, California, and made it up to Reno, where um, uh, I will tell you that I probably more than anything came to Reno to go to college to meet my wife. And so I met her. Thank God I met her when I was through a lot of my uh, having a great, great, great time, and <laughs> not studying and drinking a lot um, and partying a lot. But I met her when I was just getting serious about life. She had just graduated or she had a year to go to graduate with almost a double major. I was a sophomore with a almost getting kicked out of school grade. And so we met, we started a business together. Uh, We got married a year later. um, And then we, and I'm being very, very, I think the the really cool part of my life, which kind of dives into the identity toolbox is really, um, we both uh, came to know God together, um, became very, very excited about my spiritual life. And uh, both of us together, we were baptized together in the same hot tub together. It was so cool. Um, but I, I didn't, I never really liked religion. I loved the relationship. I wanted the, I wanted the, I wanted to know who God was. I didn't want to just have him be a figure. So it's always been a kind of a, a quest of mine. And so um, we, we were involved in church and we were involved in lots, lots of uh, church activities and we loved it and it was a lot of fun. And then we got burnt out. Like I think a lot of people do. And um, we switched churches and kind of went around. And during this time, we still got our business going and we still had jobs. We had side side gigs, you know, side hustles. And um, so I did a lot of that. I worked in the ski industry for a little bit, uh, the snow ski industry, actually for about eight years. And then um, 
I did some sales jobs and had some businesses, had a window washing company during that time. And 2003 came around, we got really serious about church again, and I became an associate pastor. And um, it seemed like I was in these incredible roles um, in churches that were falling apart. Um, so I'd be in a, in a role as an associate pastor of a church that was kind of declining or had some major splits or, or just whatever, you know. And so for about seven years, I pastored, became a, a senior pastor of a church up, at, up in uh, Tahoe. Um, and obviously there's so much more that went on, but all of this time I had been very excited about identity. I preached a message one day on identity at a church where everyone was sleeping. No one was paying attention to me. I was so excited because <laughs> I had this new revelation about who I was and God and Jesus and all this stuff and so fired up and everybody in the place was sleeping. And I, this is a kind of a turning point in my life where I asked, just kind of got out of my, just kind of had to back away a minute in my mind. I asked, what's going on here? Why don't they get this? And I had this still small voice say, it's because you don't get it and you're their leader. So that's when the identity journey started. And um, does that, does that tell I love enough? it. No, that is perfect. I mean, that just gives a great lead up and it just kind of, it gives an introduction of, you know, um, well, Diane being, you know, your wife, I just, I just think the world of her and, and what a great couple, what a great power couple you both make. And, and to, and to be with someone who's your best friend on this journey with you is, is so important. Yeah. Um, and I can, yeah. yeah. And I feel very lucky. I have that same, that same that same idea in my family too. It just makes it so much easier to grow and to get vulnerable and to create and to collaborate. Yep. So, but it definitely does. I picture you, I picture you um, giving a sermon. You called it a sermon. Is that correct? Yes. I was given a sermon. Given yep. a sermon. Just everybody falling asleep. I've been to church. I've been the one sleeping at some times <laughs> too. And I can, I, I really can, you really painted that picture, you know? So, you know, one of my questions is, is why, why do you do what you do? You know, I usually ask people, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, why are there two people walking down a road and there's a sign and one person decides to go right. And one person decides to go left. And that's been my, my biggest passion of understanding human behavior my whole life. Why right. did I go right? And everybody went left or vice versa. Right. So you're right. in there, you're, you're giving the sermon, you get this little message and it says, Hey, you don't even know what you're talking about. So maybe this is why everyone's falling asleep. So right. what, what happened after that? I'm, I'm on this picture with you. So. So, so really, I'll be honest with you. That whole revelation started my downturn in my life. Oh, really? <laughs> started a, it started, well, I will tell you that it started one of the best classes I've ever had to take. And that is how to find you. Wow. And, and what are you really doing? And are you just going to take every day and, um, uh, and ask that question, what am I doing here? What is it all about? And, and I think we can all relate to that, that, that person, woman or male, male or female that, you know, I get up every day. I take out the garbage, I get in my car, I go to work, I come home, I look at my spouse, I have a drink, I watch a TV show, I go to bed, I wake up, then you do it over yeah. and over and over and over. And we wonder why we lose ourselves in that. And it's because, and it says it in the Bible, it says it in, you know, it says it, it says if you don't have a vision, you'll perish, you'll, you'll lose. And it doesn't mean actually you'll die. In fact, you probably will die. Obviously, everybody dies eventually, but you might die prematurely 
just walking around as a dead man walking or woman walking because you have no vision. You don't know who you are. And so anytime in business, so I've been in business for the last, I've been for 17 years, I've been doing the same thing. And I've been coaching and training and been teaching uh, anywhere from 20 year olds to 60 year olds how to believe in who they are by understanding who they are. And then once you understand who you are, you're powerful. So I wasn't powerful back then. When I was doing that sermon, I had a, I had this amazing revelation, but I wasn't powerful because I didn't know who I was. So I had to kind of go downhill before I went uphill. And And they always say now, I mean, whether somebody's coining it as the growth mindset or neuroplasticity or failure, what is it? Uh, uh, Failure is fertilizer. Right. Um, All all those kind of words that we're now sitting on. I I think that it's true for myself um, as well is the darkest moments or the most confusing times, you know, now in hindsight, you know, in that time you're going, what is happening? Why am I swirling the drain? (laughs) Why, Why can't I get, why can't I stand up? And then you wait a couple of years or whatnot and you look back and you're going, oh, that was, that that was supposed to be there at that moment. And in that gentle reminder of the next drain I'm swirling or you're swirling, or what are we supposed to be learning as we grab to stay above water, you know? And so we, and I always look at it like this, if, um, you know, you hear all of the, oh gosh, you hear all of the one-liners and there's so many, especially in Christendom, in Christian church, there's all so many programs and so many, what do you call that? Um, There's these formulas to do everything. And I've always, I finally got to this point in my life where I'm like, okay, we don't need a formula. There's all kinds of formulas. Not the formulas are bad, okay? I just came to a point where it's like, you know, everyone's different. And my identity toolbox is really about helping you find your own identity journey. Not me saying, hey, you need to go do this, read this book, jump around twice, uh, lay down on the floor, do yoga, and then you'll be fine. Those formulas don't work for everybody. So when we get to see by listening to people's journeys about how they did it, it'll inspire us to do our own journey. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited about that. That's what fires me up. What, what gets me up in the morning is seeing somebody change. And I know you're kind of like this too. I get excited when the light comes on in someone's eyes. Yep. And when that happens, everything to me, it's all worth it. Cause I'm very relational. Um, and I, I love it to get that feedback. Somebody says, Oh my gosh, I got it. Some of the interviews that I've done so far, and that's what we do at Identity Toolbox is my Identity Toolbox is we do interviews and we ask people about their journeys and they're so different. Every one of them is different. And so there's some commonalities, but you know how, what I mean, they're all different. And uh, to get them to go, oh my gosh, I never thought about that one time in high school when I did this thing in track and I won the race or I did this thing, I failed. I didn't really understand how much it shaped my identity and who I am today. So it's just so cool. I know it is. And that's, you know, you had a light bulb. I, my light bulb went off when you, you uh, connected back up with me again. And we sat there. I just remember sitting in those big leather chairs in that little room where I teach. And uh, you know, you came up to me and said, you know, there's these three, it's identity, it's values and it's purpose. And, you know, since we, we talked about that, I've been noticing in my life, even saying, you know, I need to have a purpose. Like my world has taken me into a different part of the world lately. And as I'm moving about this, this new part of the country, I'm looking around going, okay, well, if I'm going to be here a little bit longer, what is my purpose? Mm 
Oh, wow. And I'm, I'm talking to locals here going, well, if I was to be here longer, what would my purpose mean to you? Is it going to help the community or is it going to take away from the community? So wow. having that purpose, you know, but the, the identity and the values are the, the two things when you brought those to my attention where I went, hold up, I'm 47. I feel like I know my identity. People say like, oh, you're so energetic or ah, you can engage. Right. But is that my identity? Because... I, I am a little bit too of a person where I have a lot of energy, but when stuff is over, it is over. I am staring at a wall by myself, reading a book totally alone, you know, but then, so what is that identity? And then also the values, the value system. And then it's not, you know, it's not a secret that I've been working with kids for many, many years and teachers and, right. and being able to understand what those core values are is oh. that rudder, is that rudder that helps us navigate these social interactions and feel safe in our environment because we right. have the boundaries or we know what to say or we're not in that uncomfortable situation. Right. And I, what's really amazing about that is, yeah, yeah, you know what, Christiana, you are, you're a person that people would look at and go, man, she's got it all together. She's just got it all together. She's so <laughs> You know, I learned stuff. Out loud. I get aha <laughs> moments, all this stuff. And at the end of the day, that's all great and that's all fine, but you still have to answer the question of who am I? Yeah. What am I really doing? I love that you ask the people in your community. It's something we don't do enough. I don't die and I have not done that enough. I just met my neighbor across the street. I've been living here for four years. I mean, what, what is wrong with that? You know? So, and I've been processing for four years. Uh, there's been all kinds of things. I went through a traumatic health incident about five years ago, almost five years ago, four and a half years ago you know, almost lost my life. And it makes you think, okay, um, if I know who I am right now, I can be more powerful. And that's what we, that's my kind of tagline. Life is short. Don't waste it. Find out who you are so you can become powerful because people that know who they are, are powerful. They're powerful people. It doesn't mean they're perfect. It doesn't mean they go, they don't go through crap. And then it doesn't mean go up and down in the life's and life's turnstile of, of everything we got going on. We are so busy. We're so stimulated. You lose yourself and you lose your power. And so it's really all about that. That's what, that's what makes me get up in the morning is that I want my team at work to know they're powerful people. We have a powerful company if you have powerful people. Oh, Ken, Ken Castorco, who I always try to call you something else. I know I do that. That's just my old age. That's my old age speaking. So Ken Castorco, my identity toolbox. I know you are out the front. You're kind of just getting out of the gate with this. Yeah. I would yeah. love to have you back on to like in a couple of months when some more ideas are rolling around or anytime. But right now, if somebody's listening to this and they're going, you know, I need to know more about this. Um, how would they get in touch with you? So um, I'd, uh, I'd be more than happy to, to give out our um, website, which is, which is www.myidentitytoolboxaltogether.com. Um, and um, you can, uh, can I give out my uh, email? Yeah, um, it's good. This will be public. So as long as you can definitely give out your email if you want. Yeah, you bet. So it's Ken, K-E-N dot Castroco, K-A-S-T-E-R-K-O at gmail.com. And I will, I'm going to keep that for public use. And um, so anybody can get a hold of me there. And I'm, we're, we're, we're offering coaching at the start of the summer. Um, and um, so I, I'm going to be taking that, um, not going to be taking a ton of people right away, but um, 
I would always love to converse by email. Uh, there'll be uh, there'll be really cool things we're going to offer for free on the website. The the interviews will be on the website as well. And um, I also have a little uh, production that I'm doing called uh, Messages from the Trail. So um, I love to hike and bike and be active. So we I just stop and do a just a spontaneous little thought that's on my head. So those are really good. So yes, that's the way you can get a hold of me right now. And I'd love to have anybody who would like to get a hold. I'd love to talk. So it's myidentitytoolbox.com. This is Ken Castroco. And I have to tell you, I was just one last thing about this man. There's something really special about this human being. And I don't mean to embarrass you. Right now, but I was like, I have to say this. So I've been with my husband and, and goodness forgive me. I'm going to say 14 years and I'm going to find out that's wrong. But um, is I've been with Charlie for, for a while and, and we knew, we knew, we, we know each other. We were best friends I and mean, we were best friends. So I meet um, Ken, I guess it was in 2003 or 2004, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, 13. No. 13, sorry, 2013. Oh my goodness. And um, we we were talking with you and Diane and left your house after meeting you for, I think, only the second time with me understanding my husband and best friend's passion is soccer. And I never knew that. And it was after a conversation that you started. And so he since then has been playing soccer. And then Ken comes back into my life again and says, hey, what about this identity thing? And I'm like, what is it with you? <laughs> You keep showing up and giving me the information I need. So I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on here. Ken Castroco with myidentitytoolbox.com and it's ken.castroco at gmail.com. And yeah, thank you so much. And everyone just keep on deliberately connecting out there. Thank you, Christiana. Thank you so much. You've helped me too, so much. <laughs>